Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So, just me today, no guest, unfortunately, uh, no co-host. It's a little on me. What games, movies, and TV, though? There'll be something from the week, and uh, I don't know, I'm probably ranting about something. Who knows? If you are watching us on YouTube, big thank you. Do subscribe while you're there. If you're uh, just listening along, SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, you can still subscribe and show that love. Jump over to thecookiecast.com. Over there, we've got social media links. You can even click a button and drop us an email. Come straight into the mailbox and uh, we can find out what you've got going on. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hello, how you doing? Is this quiet? Might be quiet. Might be super loud. I'm recording in uh, unfamiliar territory. It's not true at all. Record a lot of stuff here. <clears throat> I'm probably talking real quiet. I'm trying to be quiet. That's uh, not massively going to help things in this situation. But needs must, in it. Uh, yep, been uh, been kicked out of the podcast studio. Um, that's not true either. Uh, the The podcast studio is in use right now. Um, there is a child sleeping in there, so there you go. Uh, should probably should probably put a bit of a warning at the beginning of this one. So, any long-time listener will know, uh, going way back, uh, the Darkest Timeline podcast was very much a, a rant fest. Me complaining about people's bad driving and stuff. Um, and then I reached a point where I was like, ah, "Let's just, let's just stop, shall we?" Nobody wants to listen to that. Every now and then. It does creep back in. What we've got, uh, especially now, is... um, I don't really know how to put it. Things are difficult. Um, I think that'll become a little clearer uh, as we go through. Uh, I've got a couple of things on the list this week that I'm not 100% sure if or how to talk about. If I bottle it then you'll never know. And if I don't, then I'm sure I'll probably get in trouble somewhere down the line. Um, yeah, let's get the let's get the business out of the way. Enjoying a lovely non-alcoholic beer. Mm. Oh, big thank you to uh, Paul Williams, because I believe he bought that one. And it is delicious. So I believe it's a Lervig. Had one of those things. Not so much a scramble to put together a, po- a list for the podcast. More of a... Sometimes you get to a certain point and you're like, ah, I really haven't got anything to talk about this week. And then your brain's like, what about all that stuff that happened in the last week? 
like, oh, yeah, forgot about that. So over the last couple of hours, I've been like, why didn't I write that down? Why didn't I do this? Why haven't I put that on the list? So uh, it's absolutely nothing like me having nothing to talk about. That's not it. What it is, is I'm not overly sure about the stuff I've got to talk about. So, anyway, rather than beating around the bush and dwelling on it, let's give it a crack. Um, it's a little ranty. It is a little ranty. I can't uh, can't get away from it because you know I'm a slave to the list. Anybody who's been listening for a little while might be under the impression that I'm not a huge fan of things returning back to quote-unquote normal. Um, Largely because of what that looks like. Um, Something that... I was going to say something I've had to deal with in the last week. I haven't had to deal with it at all. I've just witnessed it. Everybody knows that I'm... uh, I'm not a fan of bad driving. Irony is, certain people will tell you that I'm not a good driver. Um, but as we know, those people are wrong. So, tough titties. Since uh, since the restrictions have lifted, um, everybody's back out in their cars. And everybody's forgotten how to drive. Which for me, who is hypercritical of uh, other people's driving, uh, and I think I've been through this before, to do with uh, learning to drive later in life. Um, it's just, it's just, yeah. So this week, this week's bad driving special is parking. Uh, things we've seen in the last week, parking-wise, I saw a uh, a tiny little car parked in four spaces. I think I'm pretty sure it was like a, a Mazda MX-5, you know, the little two-seater. Yep, going to park that in four spaces. Um, went to a supermarket yesterday. Uh, I had. Four other people in the car. Three of those were children. So I was like, Do you know what? I feel I feel a, a legitimate thing to pull into a parent and child space. Pulled into a parent and child space, sat there, uh, and realised that the person that was parked next to me was also sitting in their car. I was like... You know what, that's one of those, isn't it? You know, you're sitting there, the missus and the kids have got into the supermarket. You're just having five minutes peace. Nope. No, you're doing the old classic. If you sit in the car, then you're not doing the, the wrong thing by parking in a parent and child space when you don't have any children. So there's that. Are you as bad as the Mercedes that pulled into the disabled space and uh, two people just 
sauntered out of the car. Now, yes, I'm fully aware. Not all disabilities are uh, are visible. Um, how do I put this? I can't think. I put. I, I can't think. I, I can word it properly without. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I'll just. I'll leave that one there. Uh, speaking of parent and child. Uh, situations saw a woman who uh, I am I am familiar with not that way uh, pull into a car park this morning pulled into a parent and child space now I know what you're thinking oh here we go another person that doesn't have any children you'd be wrong this person I'm pretty sure has five if not more children Drives like an actual van. Um, so what's the problem? What is the problem here? Driving the vehicle with all the children. Uh, has all of these children. The problem being is that. Didn't have any of those children with her. That's not how that one works. Just because you have children. Doesn't mean you can use a parent child space when they're not with you. So, yeah. So, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, he's off again. He's off about the the, the, the bad parking, the bad driving. Does the man ever shut up about it? Um, so, I have these three things. They all all tied together in this really big loop. Um, the driving thing is is simply what came out of the back of the toilet paper buying. The pandemic created a a mindset of every man for themselves, and that has just carried on. It's just continued. It's just kept going past all of this. And everything that happens now is still those people that were buying all the toilet rolls. There was there was no reason for it. Oh, I might get stuck inside. What? For a month? If you're not going to get stuck inside for a month, you probably don't need six months worth of toilet paper. Also, there was no evidence that you, you needed to go to the toilet more i know you know recently that has become a symptom but it's just it's that it's that it's that every man for themselves and you know where that really doesn't work on the roads because although it is every man for themselves if we don't work together and we don't cooperate it's going to turn real nasty Pretty quick. You know the other thing? Something that I've noticed is that mentality of if this person isn't going to do it, then why should I? And I'm not going to lie, that comes from me, not necessarily other people. Um, here's the thing. Something else that I've often spoken about. Well, often, but 
I have this thing that um, good customer service goes a really long way. A lot further than people necessarily think. Um, so bad customer service also goes a long way. There was always a back in the day when I uh, when I was younger, I guess. There was this thing about how uh, somebody who gets good customer service will tell one other person. Um, yeah, it's the principle of word word by mouth. But if somebody gets bad customer service, they'll tell like 10 other people or something. And it's to highlight how you should always give good customer service. So there we go. Um, often when I talk about bad service, I don't give the name of the company. Um... In this scenario, I'm not going to give the name of the company. But I am going to say, this is a company that I'm already not a big fan of. I don't like what they do. I don't like what they're about. Uh, and if it was if it was up to me, I would never deal with this company anyway. However, I was running an errand for someone else. I was going to... An establishment, a business, and I went there, and they were unlike every other time I've ever been there. They were particularly busy, like really busy. And when I got to the counter, um, although the the establishment was busy, the counter wasn't. There was like two other people there and me. So, somebody was serving me, asking me what I want. I told them what I wanted, because I had a list, and I told them, and that was that. And then, somebody else appeared out of nowhere. Now then, somebody was, um, the person, the first person that served me was put in the items I'd asked for into a box, and proceeded to put the last two items in, not, sort of, flush, and as they closed the box, I was like, you've absolutely crushed those items. So, not great. Next is the the person that appeared like, like Batman out of nowhere uh, to apparently take my money. It's like, I'm being served. The person is getting the the items I've asked for. Do you need to come and take my money? And this is where it all went wrong. Other than the fact that the items I was spending a shit ton of money on, um, 50% of them had been crushed. Um, It was this very much a, oh, we're busy, so we need to be super efficient. And being super efficient is being really rude to people great in customer service awesome in customer service so i get the is that everything or do you want anything else so well actually i was going to get a couple of other items right well what do you want um i'd like this and this right is that everything? Bear in mind at this point, I'm like, hmm, 
So I was like, no, that's everything. They backed the amount of money at me. This extortionate amount of money at me. Which I paid. Go and stand over there. Like, uh, okay. Sure, there can't have been another way to say that. So, I uh, I moved off to the side and went and joined a, a little gathering of people, two or three people. Uh, what I presumed to be the the waiting area, you know, with the the people who were waiting. Literally two, three seconds after this. The very rude person who had uh, robbed me then appeared again. Go and wait over there, pointing to the back of beyond in the store that I was in. I'm like, what well, over there where the uh, where the open toilet door is? I'll just go and wait in the toilet, shall I? So I went and I waited and then I waited and I waited and I waited because apparently uh, the items that I needed to get or were wanting to get or I paid for uh, had to be individually handcrafted rather than, you know, two items that were exactly the same. Couldn't have got them at the same time. No, no, no. The person that, that... got me the two additional items was perfectly perfectly nice uh, they could have done with uh, just a way of making them together other than that I was like get me the fuck out of here so let's recap shall we A business that if it was up to me, I'd never deal with because uh, what I think well, I think they do is awful. Um, items that I paid a shit ton of money for were destroyed in the process. A rude person who then basically robbed me and then just backed at me, bearing in mind, super busy, so you can understand if somebody's a little bit stressed out, but the serving aspect was not busy, there was nobody behind me, there was no queue, all that needed to be done was the people that were waiting needed to be served, so as a company, this company probably couldn't do much more to turn me off as a customer, to turn me away from their door, bearing in mind, and here's it, here it comes, here it comes, the reason it was super busy in there is because they're trying to generate more business because they're struggling, shocker, you know, if I was, if I was doing some kind of, you know, customer service seminar, I'd be able to break down how they could have turned that whole situation around quite easily, but that's not what we're here for. (sighs) Big sigh. Um, As I said, there are three things here. 
we've got the bad the bad drivers and the bad parking and the bad service and da, da, da. and what it is is I've realised that I keep talking about all of these people 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 after the the world went on pause for a year and a bit but it's me isn't it whether they, whether all these people got worse or not. It's me. Because what it is, is my tolerance for people has gone down. It's so much, it's so much worse. I've been in so many situations where I am not a confrontational person. Never have been. And I don't honestly know if I ever could be. Uh, I actively avoid confrontation. Um, Unless painted into a corner and then uh, I, I have a tendency to go the other way but recently I've been like I'll tell you something if I was a different kind of person I'd be speaking to that person right now there's been moments in the last week where I've nearly like spoken to people and been like hey look you, you're doing something that's really um Dickish, can you? I don't know. Not. And I've had to sort of rein myself back in and be like, "You're not that guy. Don't you know? Don't go down that path." Because I don't know. And maybe that's it. Maybe it's you know not a huge part of everybody coming out of lockdown and just being like, "I'm going to go out and be a big dick," not have a big dick, be a big dick. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's me coming out of lockdown and going, I can't tolerate this level of every man for them freaking self. Maybe it's that. I There was a time in my life where I struggled with people and the way people treated other people. And it got to the point that I couldn't get past it. And I, you know, in the end, I had to go and I had to go and like see somebody and talk it out and and deal with it because I couldn't get past how badly people treated other people. It was just so so baffling to me. And I, you know, as I'm going to sort of go on a limb and say it's probably an upbringing thing, but. It was it was so difficult for me to to see the world the way it was. Think about how it is now, and I feel like I'm just getting I'm just getting back to I'm just getting back to that that I can't handle the way people treat each other. So many situations now that. It's like, yeah, let's let's be that way. Let's be awful, shall we? Because, you know, it's every man for themselves. Anyway. So here's one of the here's one of the hot topic issues. So I listened to a podcast the other day. I'm I'm getting through the backlog. Obviously the backlog's going up podcasts are released all the time and I'm getting through one 
a week, if I'm lucky. I was a podcast the other day. I was talking about um, something that had come up in the news, like what will now be like a year ago. Um, I was going to try and do this without using any names, but I don't think I can. So it was the the uh, quote-unquote Ellen situation. And a question was posed where I was like, holy shit, balls. I, I never looked at it at that way. I don't think I, I... I think, you know, you have to be a certain kind of person to look at it in a particular way. But that's a really interesting take. So, it was put that... Um, about Ellen uh, Ellen and her show and her as a person were getting cancelled um, because of a toxic work environment. Uh, I don't really know what the outcome of that was. I don't really know how how bad it was. I followed it for a little while because I found it quite interesting. Um, because I imagine, like most people, it was a situation of, oh, but it's Ellen. You know, she's lovely. Uh, and then, oh, well, you know, she's not. And um, it's an awful place to work. The, the guests that come on are treated really badly and this, that, and the other. So a question was posed. Is it... That it's that, or is it a case of a multi-million-dollar? You know, I don't know what you'd call it. A TV show, you know, those TV shows cost a lot of money to put on. High stress, high everything. Was it just a case of that? Maybe wasn't the time for all that many pleases and thank yous. Maybe it was a case of people that had never had a proper boss before. So the podcast talk that I was listening to talks at length about how everybody needs to have had one of those bosses. A boss who's basically made you cry. A boss who's kicked your ass. You turn up late for work. They're going to give you, uh, you know, a shooing in some way, shape or form. Ideally not physical. Uh, a boss who's not going to take any of your shit. A boss who's going to tell you how it is. Is it just that? Is it the... We're, we're, we've reached the point now where those bosses don't exist anymore and they're not allowed to exist anymore but in a high stress high anxiety I don't know high productivity environment those bosses are still there they still exist those bosses that are there like I ain't got time to say please and thank you I just need you to do your fucking job I mean, I think if, and I, I and this was the thing, I agreed, I fully agreed, everybody should have one of those bosses, everybody should have maybe a few of those bosses, certainly at the start, and it was listening to this, this tape, now I've got, I've got to go out on a limb here and say, I don't know the ins and outs, and I don't know what the outcome was, I think 
the show in question went off the air. I think that Ellen probably hasn't been heard of all that much. I'm literally sat at a computer. Um, usually, I'm not quite quite sat at a uh, at a computer, but right now I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Do do do. Okay, the fair the farewell season starts September the thirteenth. Okay. Helen celebrates two decades of television in farewell season. Helen's farewell message: We gave away half a billion dollars. Okay, so just a lot of talk about Ellen and her ending her show. I mean, realistically, I'm surprised that she's been that she's in a situation where she can do a final season. It felt very much like people, uh, I don't know, people wanted her off off the air, but I don't know. I don't know what to say on that. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't glean any information from that there so I can't give you any more information than what I know and what I've said but it was an interesting take it could be a completely incorrect one and it could be a bit of an archaic one I don't overly know but it was an interesting listen I know that much and something that I was like you know something I mean I will talk about that um, for me, it was it was a lot of going through my through my head of all those bosses that I'd had. That's like, eh, no, I'm not, I'm not crying. I've just got something in my eye. Um. So, uh, I am, uh, I am an inspiration. We know this. We know that I'm an inspiration. I'm an inspiration to many of the people that live near me. Um, so there was the thing about uh, the guy that, that, that told me I was an inspiration. Um, and then uh, I was stopped in the street the other day uh, and a lady told me, uh, she said, you're not that guy that does the jogging, are you? I said, uh, yes, I have been known to jog. She was like, oh, I tell you, you've lost so much weight. It's amazing. I was like, hmm, yeah. Pretty sure I've found some of the weight. Um, she was like, oh no, no, yeah, you've done you've done really well. So uh so was that. Then I had a thing come up on my running app to tell me that I was a local legend. I'd completed a certain uh certain area uh, enough numbers of times to be uh, to be a local legend. And I was like, Do you know something? Local legend, inspiration, lost a lot of weight, doing doing amazing. Hmm. Okay. So, does that work if I've put on like nine pounds in the last month? I don't feel I'm living up to my inspirational status or my local legend status 
yeah, uh, yeah. I'm in a bad, I'm in a bad way. I'm in a really bad place. Uh, there is a part of me that actually thinks that, um, that I'm, I'm putting all this weight on for a reason. Like I'm bulking. Uh, I am bulking just around the middle. Um, but I have had this bit of a, just not living up to my, to my local legend status, my inspiration status. So, uh, yeah, it's just that, it's that weird thing. Like the woman who, who stopped me in the street, I imagine that she's been seeing me for like five years or something. And is, and is saying, oh, you know, from where you were five years ago, you've lost a lot of weight. Yeah, that that is true. That is that is true. Uh, from where I was three years ago, I've put on a lot of weight, like a lot of weight. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Um, it's that thing. I'm re- I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling with the whole with it all. Um, running uh, sucks balls again. I'm back to hating it. Hating every minute of it. Um, the, the the thing I really do enjoy is the working out. Um, Brother in law sent me uh, a maintenance workout, which I completed today. I worked out that in rest time alone, there was forty minutes of rest time because uh, it was a minute of rest after every set. So 40 minutes of rest time alone. That should give you an idea of how big that workout was. Um, yeah, I absolutely rattled through that this evening. Pretty sure I travelled through time at one point. Uh, it was brutal. Um, but yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. As as you you lovely people know, <coughs> I've been uh, I've been struggling um, mental health wise recently, and obviously you know what's going on on the inside often reflects on the outside. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to claw my way out of it, but it is. Tough going, it's tough sledding. Um, anyway, let's talk about some. Uh, uh wait, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, let's talk about some other stuff, some some fun stuff. I looked, and I was like, the next thing is quite fun. After that, it's more doom and gloom. Um. So, last October. Cast your minds back. Last October, uh, I went with the family to... Uh, what is the name of the place? Merton. Merton Park Farm. Maybe. It's the Farming Museum. And while we were there, they had people who had uh, some birds... And these people with these birds uh, were from. Oh shit, I had it on my screen a second ago. Uh, ba ba ba. Your. 
Is it York or Yorkshire? I imagine it'd be Yorkshire. Let's have a look. York. Hey, I'll tell you something. I'm loving turning at a computer. Yorkshire bird. There we go. Yeah. York. Oh, no, yes. It's, it's freaking York. Jesus. I wrote it down and I didn't believe in myself. York Bird of Prey Centre. Uh, so these people were there and they're like, oh, if you buy a ticket today, the ticket will cost you £20. Um, and it's discounted, heavily discounted, if you buy it today. It's valid for a year, come whenever you want. Don't come in the spring, weather's awful and uh, it's not much fun. We are open. What the hell was that? We are open all year round, but uh, yeah, don't come in the spring. So we just kind of hung on to these tickets. It was like a £20 payout at the time. And we've just had these tickets all this time. I would say summer holidays at this point in time. Do uh, love the summer holidays. So I was like, we're going to use the tickets. So we went. Here's a thing. Here's something I've realised. We went to this place. It was tucked away. Very tucked away. If you, if you didn't know that you were going there, you would never find it. And we had two different sat-navs running. Um, a car sat-nav and a phone sat-nav. And honestly, neither, not at any point in that journey did, did they, either of them agree with each other. So, we go to this place and we spend the whole time going, is this the place? Are we here? Do we go down here? And we've parked in a car park, you know, usually a good sign, but the car park's part of a hotel, so are we just in a hotel? Is it down this thing? Should we go down here? As you do when you're going somewhere new. So off we go down this thing. We get so far down the thing, we get there and there. And it is, we were there. We can hear a, a, a loudspeaker sort of thing. Obviously some kind of demonstration going on. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. All of these places. Zoos, museums. Anywhere that you can go for a day out. They're not for kids. They're not for children. Even when you think they are. So I'm like, there's going to be all these birds. And I was like, there, there, won't, be, there won't be loads. There'll be a few. But, you know, birds, isn't it? Like, you know, they might have like a few owls or something. And I'm sure there'll be a, a hawk of some description. And that'll be about it. So we get there. They, they tell us to go into what was called the arena. Because um, there was a, dis, uh, a display going on. So we went and we sat and they were flying some birds. As we were going in, there were these two massive owls walking out of the arena. It was hilarious. So we went and we sat and they were flying some birds. And we were like, cool. So then after the display, we went and had a, had a wander. There were so many birds. Loads of birds. Of all different kinds. And yes, you know, at the end of the day, they're birds. But I mean, you know, birds can fly. It's, it's amazing. But two of the three children wanted to play with sticks. Rather than listening to interesting facts about, you know, 
eagles and things. Um, it's <sighs> honestly, I remember when I was younger, my mother used to go ballistic all the time, ballistic about the whole. I've paid this money and we've come all this way and we're doing this and you're not interested. And I remember, I remember it. Because no, I wasn't interested. Wherever it was, it was probably boring. It was probably whatever, you know, I, I, I had something better to do. I didn't want to go. You know, I was a, a, a teenager of some description. All of that stuff. And you know what? A lot of those places I've been to since. I've been to as an adult. And I find those places fascinating. I said to Leanne, I was like, here's the problem. I could have sat there all day and I could have listened to those people talking all day. And, you know, to give to give the, them their dues, my eldest was as interested, as far as I could tell, she was as interested in what was going on and what they were talking about as I was. She's big into animals. She loves the animals. But the younger two, they were like, yeah, I've done this now. You know, we had, a, we had some lunch. That was fine. And we had a wander. They, I mean, this was the thing. They got to hold birds. They held like an owl. It was very chatty. And like all of this kind of, this, these opportunities to hold birds and go and see some of these amazing birds. While we were there, one of the birds broke a world record. World record for this bird. Top speed, 56 miles an hour. While we were there, they clocked it at 70 miles an hour. World record broken whilst we were just sitting there. Boom. They had a peregrine falcon that they were trying to get like some speed out of. Saying it was going like, at tight points, it was going over 100 miles an hour. You physically couldn't, you couldn't capture it on a camera. Because by the time you were there, like, oh, I'll get that. It was gone. It was so fast. They had these huge... Uh, it was the, like the same word, Kaba. Kaba Kaba. I think that... I mean, oh, I'm sitting at the computer. Hey, I'm, I'm liking this. Kaba Kaba. Kaba Kaba. Solar, no. Cover, cover, no. I've got, I've got a feeling I've got the yeah, the name wrong. Cover, cover, bird, bird. Oh, Cara, Cara. There, these guys were weird, because they just walked everywhere. <laughs> they were huge as well. Uh, is it an eagle? Is it an eagle? A Mexican eagle looks like a long-headed hawk. The crested caracara is actually a falcon. There you go. These things were huge, and they just walked around the arena. They kept throwing food for them, and they'd just walk and jump all over the place. They were amazing. It was loads of fun. Here's the thing. We were like, we're going to go for a couple of hours. Probably not, not need to be there anymore on that. But... As a as a business, they work on the principle you're going to be there all day. So all of the flying displays 
are different. They fly different birds at different times of day, and they talk about different stuff. And, they, uh, and you know, like when they were trying to break the world record and stuff, they attempt different things. It was fascinating. Not if you're a little kid, though. And and I just I was I was watching this whole sort of disconnect. You know, what age cutoff is it where you like this is boring? To this is fascinating. I found it fascinating, and I was just like, "This is this is a situation." I see the situations from the reverse. Now I'm like, I, I tell you, these kids, these kids, man, I don't know what to do with them. This is fascinating. Why aren't they interested? But luckily for me, I also remember what it was like to be that age and be like, "Yeah, I'm done with this now. Can I go and play on the park?" I went and played on the park, and they absolutely loved it. Hey ho. So, I'm going to say this, people. Uh, it takes a little bit of digging to find it. Uh, it's uh, Hubie. Um, and if you're paying full price, it's a little bit more expensive. Um, I think it worked out that it, for five of us, it would have been like £35. Um, So, uh, sorry, getting text messages about other podcasts. Uh, the, the, the magic of somebody forgetting a relative's birthday. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's very much uh, a fascinating place. It's very tucked away, so uh, if you're going to go, I would suggest doing what I'm going to do is I will look out in the future for cheap tickets for the place. And I'll uh, snap them up where I can. The use it any time in a year kind of deal is awesome. Um, a thoroughly enjoyable experience. Um, just maybe not fun for all the family, if you if you know what I mean. Um, can somebody ask me answer me a question? Why is it if you get more sleep than you used to, why it puts you in a bad mood? Like psychologically, do you not think they are? Oh, I'll tell you something. I had I had half an hour's more, half an hour more sleep today. I feel great. Never the case, is it? It's like I've been getting up at like half five every day for what's best part of a month, and then I've managed to get it so that the dog will sleep. Like longer, like each day he slept that little bit longer now, and every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm in a foul mood, and I can directly trace it to getting more sleep. Like, really? How? I'll, I'll never understand it, other than you know rhythms and stuff. Um, any long-time listeners will know uh, how I have a, a, a thing about teeth, just in general, but more, 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 more importantly, my own teeth. Uh, I've talked at length about spending quite a lot of time and effort in trying to uh, to keep nice teeth, but I have this one tooth uh, that's required a lot of work 
Uh, obviously, I had the um, the wisdom tooth extraction, which was uh, beyond awful. Um, got a little bit of something stuck in uh, in the filling in my in my in my one tooth. Um, so I was using a, a little little toothy pick type deal to try and get. Uh, if I'm honest, I think it was like a hair. I was like, oh, I'll just I'll just try and get this out. I think we all know what the uh, outcome of that was. Yep, yeah, pop the filling out of my head. Uh, so now I've got uh, a fillingless tooth. So I'm going to have to deal with that. Uh, it happened literally um hour and a half ago. So I'm going to have to phone the dentist and try and get in to see them, which uh, will be fun. Anyway, that's uh, that's the stuff. Stuff that's been going on with me in the last week. How have you been? Been good? Been alright? You had a good week? Good. Um, not, not a huge amount of entertainment stuff. Soldiering on with Series 6 of Scrubs. Um, this is very much at the point where I stopped watching originally. And all I can say there is, and I can see why, uh, it, it's awful at this point in time. We've had the musical episode, which was the point in time where I knew my my days were done with the, as a series, and we've had the flashback episode where they make fun of TV series doing flashback episodes. Uh, doesn't make it okay. So yeah, I do feel a little sad in the sense that I'm kind of a bit like, well, what am I going to watch now? Um. But I'm sure we can find something to watch. Uh, there was a there's a new series of one of them car shows I like, so uh, I might give that a go. Mm. Finished a lovely beer. Uh, me and my eldest have moved on and watched Superman three. We watched it over two nights, so that we can still fit in uh, a good chunk of a story before bedtime. Um, Superman 3 I mean let's face it after 1 and 2 it really starts to go downhill there is the whole um, the fight between Superman and Clark Kent that's very entertaining very entertaining stuff but outside of that um, I think the the series as a whole was really struggling um, after the whole Richard Donner thing with the second one so I think uh, yeah I think we started Superman 4 this evening so you know there's that Superman 3 is certainly not as bad as Superman 4 but it is still not a great film uh, weirdly I have a feeling that if I asked Meldis which she'd preferred up to this point she might say Superman three. She found it very amusing, which was uh, which was fun. Couple of computer games on the list. Um, I I think that, did, did I mention that I'd upgraded my copy of Injustice two to be in the legendary edition. Uh, I did it in time for this week, so that uh, me mostly me and my eldest we could play with all the characters available. Uh, I found a character that I quite liked, and I I, uh, I boasted early in the week. I was like, I found a character that I'm definitely going to be able to beat you with. 
so yeah, she yeah, she absolutely wiped the floor with me. <sighs> Soul destroyer. But yeah, that's it's been fun. Um, it's been fun playing that game. I've got quite a lot out of it. Um, money wise, it's definitely earned its keep. Um, one of those is, is not for me personally. Not something that I would ever buy. At full price, I don't think. Um, yes, I've probably poured quite a lot of money into it, buying essentially buying it twice. Um, but the amount of enjoyment that we've got from it is certainly uh, worth the money. Um, obviously, uh, I've been talking about the fact that I've been really struggling with games recently, um, and. Uh, in whenever I struggle to find something to play or, or get into playing games, uh, I, I generally go to my go-tos, which are my my comfort food games. I think we've talked about this. Um, and my comfort food games are just games I know that I can stick on and play. I've been playing a few different ones recently. Batman. Um, I've been playing Vampire. But recently, I had a real hankering for playing Grand Theft Auto V. Um, weirdly, a lot of the times that I put on these like comfort food games, um, I have to end up hating them. Like games that I've played loads, I end up uh, not enjoying them past a certain point. Um, and a little bit of that has happened with Grand Theft Auto V. Something I've noticed. I never noticed originally because I don't think it was part of the game originally. But you die a lot easier in like road traffic accidents these days, and I imagine that's like a—it's probably a change that's been put into the game to a make it more realistic. If you crash into a car head first and you go flying out the window, you're probably going to die, uh, and b. To probably stop people from driving erratically after playing Grand Theft Auto, maybe? It seems like a really weird thing. Because the thing about it is, from a gameplay perspective, it's super annoying. Oh, I crashed my car, did I? Oh, and I'm dead now. Oh, so I'm going to respawn at a hospital, which is uh, three miles away from where I was which was two miles away from where I was going, and now I have to go and find a car because my car is God knows where. Uh, this is just annoying. Also, as uh, as Michael, I bought a very expensive car and parked it in a garage that I paid for. Uh, the next day, when I went to play the game, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to get that really expensive car out of the garage." All oh, right, that's 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 not there then. Cool, that's uh, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars gone. That's that's awesome because I've only got six grand. So uh, yeah, yeah. Well, sure, it's fine. Um. That, as they say in the business, is that. That's it for this week. Um, thanks for listening to me rant on about how, uh, yeah, how hard life is these days. If you're finding it hard, why don't you give me a shout? Give me a holler. Let me know that I'm not the only one who's uh, who's finding it difficult. 
Uh, and maybe, maybe we can get you on for a chat. How about that? Okay, that's it. And uh, I'll catch you guys next week. See ya. So there you go, what do you think of that? Another one done. If you're watching us on YouTube, great. Do subscribe. Wherever you get in your podcasts, whether it's iTunes, SoundCloud, or one of the other funky places to get podcasts, that's great. Do subscribe, like, share, and comment, because it's a big help. Jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there. You can drop us a line, drop us an email, tag us on social media, whatever works for you. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.